0: Friday, January 8th, I hope everybody is doing spectacular out there, this is Bobby the Awesome up way too early for the amount of tiredness she's having, but uh, got a lot to do today, so uh, in, in the corporate world, when I was there, Fridays were a little bit more of a goof-off day, all the bosses would leave the office, and and I'm using air quotes, visit stores, That's what they said they were doing, and and I'm sure they did, but I also imagine they were home by (laughs) 2 o'clock. Maybe that's true, maybe that's not, but that was my perception. And now I'm learning that Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, they all look the same in the world I'm living in, which is okay. I chose this world. It's a beautiful world, and uh, it's testing my endurance a little, and that's okay. Pushing ourselves is good. It's really good. We can't grow unless we're pushing ourselves. And uh yeah, it's it's a push push myself kind of uh week, I guess. <laughs> All right. Today's quote starts with the uh, Justin Langley saying There is an end to grief if we have the courage to accept our personal goodness and our ongoing right to happiness. You know. I I sent a note yesterday to one of my friends and just to check in because I hadn't talked to him in a while. And I was like, hey, you know, hope the after holiday workload's going okay and whatever. And essentially he had lost his neighbor. And he's very uh, neighborly, I guess, in general. They always have parties and entertain and hang out with their neighbors. And this gentleman died, I believe, of COVID. And my friend wrote to me. He said uh, he had broken open like his best bottle of, I don't know, bourbon or something. And shared it with this man. And, And the man, when the man got taken off of life support or maybe prior, I don't know. But he went fast and I could tell it was hurting my friend. And what he had said to me was... Yeah, you just never know. Uh so drink your best stuff first was was his way of putting it. Which is kind of ironic and I'm I'm sharing this with you because I feel kind of bad because my response to him, which was in hindsight a little insensitive, but true, but how I feel, it was my authentic self was like, why do you think I'm always nagging you to take care of you? Because he's one of those givers. That is always taking care of everybody, his family, his neighbors, his daughters, his wife. Everybody gets what they want, and he's there to kind of be the ambassador of taking care of everyone else. And as an outsider, it's pretty easy for me to see. And his response to me is always the same, that it makes him happy to do for all these other people. So I don't push it too much, but I still felt bad because losing a friend was not the day to say, why do you think I tell you this? Um, but it was kind of my way because we definitely have different styles of communication. It was my way of saying the same thing, like drink the good stuff. Life is too short. And uh, it really is. And I think this year proved it more than anything. I've I've shared with you that we have some family stuff going on to um, one of the... One of the uncles isn't getting along with another one that's like family, like an uncle to me. And it's been rough. It's been a rough, rough situation for everybody that's not even involved, but have become involved because it's a rough situation. And I was so excited when I heard my mother, now mind you, every day in my my miracle 30 day miracle where I'm writing things out and stuff. That was one of the things that I was hoping for was while the one was sick with COVID pretty, pretty bad. And it was, it was a matter of life and death for a while. It was, it was very, very scary. And I kept saying, you know, like, come on, this has to be the catalyst for change and for them figuring it out. You know, if, if, if the one survives and uh, he did survive and I'm like, I've been waiting to hear like that the uncle reached out or that there was some progress. Like if there's not anything that tells you life is too short, um, someone being on their deathbed and then having an opportunity when they get off their deathbed to repair the relationship, do the thing, have the conversation, Show the love. Whatever that looks like. As there's so many times that we lose people and we have regrets that we didn't say or do what we needed to do it, for both them and for ourselves to give ourselves peace. So I got a report yesterday that uh, the uncle is actually progressing and he, he's got an outsider involved, a counselor and it sounds like he's working through it. I haven't chatted with him about it. It's It's been such a sensitive topic that in order to preserve our relationship, I don't. In the beginning, I tried to give him some feedback. Uh, but I've since let that go because he basically said, I don't want feedback. Okay, well, I will shut up then. Um, I still love you and I don't want to injure our relationship. So I kind of protected that. So I'm happy to hear that he's making the move. Now, the problem isn't solved, but there's some progress being made. So I'm very hopeful. I'm very grateful to hear that there's healing that has to happen amongst many family members involved in this. And the, and the really sad thing is that I don't think the initial issue was as significant as what it's turned into. It could have probably been handled with a conversation or something way back when, six months ago or whenever it started. So um i'm hoping there's light at the end of the tunnel and i hope that they figure this out and the fellow that had covid like i said he's home and he's he's doing better and that's a huge huge relief so uh, yeah as soon as i saw the word grief here in in justin lingley's quote i kind of went off on a tangent there but that's what's on my heart this morning so here comes the reading for real making peace with our losses takes time and trust when we were living in the pain of our addiction, we acted in ways that were heartbreaking to ourselves and others. But now we have a new choice. We can walk the road of self-forgiveness and stop punishing ourselves for past deeds. Or we can decide that we don't deserve to feel good, that clinging to our pain, guilt, and self-loathing will somehow make up for some of the, cha- some of the damage. Believing our wrongs are too great to be righted leaves us in a perpetual state of mourning. It's a risk, but we can choose to believe that change is possible, not all at once, but slowly, one day at a time. Believing that God loves us and wants us to be happy gives us the courage to make amends and face our past head-on. When we take the leap of faith necessary to grieve and let go of the past, we can take back our best selves and live the lives we were meant to live. Today, give me the strength and courage to grieve my losses. (sighs) Yeah, you know... I play for you every day at the beginning and the end. I hope you're happy by Blue October. And I can't think of a better way to express to you what I want for every single one of you out there. Addict or not addict. Damage done or not damage done. I can see clearly that I want that for you. I want that for me. I want that for my family. I want that for everyone. It doesn't matter whether I know you or not. That's the ultimate And sometimes I probably come across rude to strangers. You know, uh, I'll be having a conversation with someone who might be complaining about their significant other or their job or whatever. And I'm like, dude, make a change. Like, do what lights you up. We only get, well, depending on what you believe in, we only get one life on this planet. Why are you not living it to the maximum potential? And savoring every opportunity that makes you happy and gives you peace. And I'm not talking happy from a high or happy from a bat. I'm talking that genuine, authentic, happy, get excited to get out of bed in the morning. You know, I'll tell you guys, like this morning, I'm tired. But you know what? I'm happy I'm working my own schedule. I'm happy I get to be with you every day. I'm happy that I'm learning. Like last night was a shit show. I was trying to do something on Facebook where I brought another person on and I floundered it. And I floundered it publicly (laughs) because we were trying to do it live. And I just laughed at myself because, because it was funny to not be savvy enough to navigate Facebook. But because... I was in the right place at the right time and it was okay to laugh and today's a new day and and when we figure it out we'll figure it out and it just it just is we we have to find and I think it's through our recovery at least that's been my experience we have to find a way to embrace that that joy and that that happiness that same friend I was talking about when we were the last time we saw each other the time before that we were out and we were listening to live music and we had 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 dinner and we were watching this this band play and I'm not really a big live music person, if I'm being honest. But it's something that he really enjoys, and he was trying to show me. And it actually turned out to be really pretty amazing. And I hadn't seen him in years, and I didn't actually expect to ever see him again. Um, just because the way of our the way our lives have, you know, we're in different places, and, you know, like we're not in the same city. and And sometimes it's easy to lose track of our friends, right, as life goes on. But I sat there, and I was like... Smiling so much, I was practically glowing because I was just so content, like appreciating the music, being present, and spending time with my friend. And he was, <laughs> he was so funny. He's like, "You were smiling so big," and I was like, "Well, I was so content, I was so present, I was so happy to be sharing space with you." Like that's that's that feeling that I want everyone to have. Like, I was truly happy in that moment. And the things that I share with you, the the experiences that I've had or that I've shared with you from people that I know or these situations that are real life every freaking day that I talk about, and I tell you when the outcomes are good, I tell you when the outcomes are bad, I tell you when the challenge is on, and I, I try to keep you abreast of these situations so that we can learn from them together and it's really really hard i know how to how do you learn from someone else's experience it's not necessarily the the easiest thing to do like if you put it in the comparison to a child you can tell them don't touch the stove it's hot but until they touch the stove themselves and see what hot means and how hot feels they may not get it So I can appreciate that too. I could just do the best I can trying to help you with that and hope that you hear what you need to hear in a way you need to hear it on whatever day, whenever it's your time to have a light bulb go off and that somehow I save you some sort of pain or anguish. Like that's one of my goals, right? I want everybody to be freaking happy. And... Hanging on to the wrongs, hanging on to the grief, hanging on to the past. That's a theme we talk about all the time. And it just doesn't freaking serve us. Yesterday I was on somebody else's podcast and uh, I never met this lady before, which is pretty much what happens, you know, like probably 60% of the time I've never really met. And by that I mean online or in person. The guests that come on my show either and what had happened right before calling her was I had had a I had had a call, and I wasn't getting my way on the call, and I was frustrated because uh, it was like with a credit card company, and we were just it it was just not a good conversation. And I I'm I'm flustered when I hang up. I was having a fabulous day until this call, and um. I get on and in the heat of the moment, I'm like, I was like disturbed. I don't know if I would say I was like angry, sad. I was like frustrated and disturbed. And here I am. It was a video podcast nonetheless to thank God I had makeup on from a, you know, like meeting that I had before. Not that I care about the makeup per se. I guess what I'm saying is I was dressed and (laughs) and not in my, my ponytail and pajamas and she said to me, like, she literally had me close my eyes. And this is funny, right? Because this is the kind of thing I would do to you guys. She has me close my eyes. And she, it wasn't like a med- full meditation, but for about a minute there, she reminded me, she's like, okay, well, that calls over. Here you are. Be in this moment. It's not the past. It's not the future. You're all right. You're safe. We're going to do this. Um, being frustrated about it doesn't help. I mean, she was she was giving me what I give you guys when I'm in the right frame of mind. Uh, it, so we can get those nuggets from other people. She was 100 percent right. I knew she was right, but I needed I needed the help getting reset. And she saw that in me. And you know, within three minutes, we were uh, kicking off the interview and having a fabulous conversation. Like it was. It was beautiful to meet her. And I'll be honest, guys. Ah, me and forgiveness, too. Um, we, we were supposed to have a pre-interview. And she didn't make it. And I had showed up for the call and she wasn't there. And I'll tell you, it pissed me off. I, I It was a week where someone else had uh, missed a meeting or whatever. I'm not good with that. Like, I keep my Google Calendar. I keep my schedule. I show up for meetings. Once in a blue moon, I screw up. I'm not perfect, but I take being on time and I take showing up very seriously, especially in this world. Now, I come from corporate America, so I'm a little more structured and had a lot more experience managing my time and my calendar, so I get that. So I have to be a little bit more kind or accepting that not everyone has that skill set. But because that was my first impression of her, I was like – and then our even yesterday, even though I needed those couple extra minutes to wrap up the phone call, she was late. So I went into it with like, ugh, you know, is, is she even going to show up? Because that's another thing. You don't show up on me once. I get nervous about you not showing up on me the next time and the next time. So um, if I got stuck in my own mind and didn't give her a chance, I would have missed this beautiful connection that I had with her yesterday. And... And and an opportunity. I have a feeling we're going to probably work together. I think I'm going to be a, a sponsor of her podcast, to be honest. And she may use our virtual assistant services. So it was like it works out the way it's supposed to work out. But she's also the kind of person I want in my tribe. She believes in the things I believe in, which makes it a whole lot harder or a whole lot easier to work with someone you know like you have the same kind of vision or the same methodology or practices and it's not like we're twins but at least we're open to this this way of life and and I just really appreciated her yesterday so I learned from her I learned to be a little bit more chill it was a good reminder, you know, like I can't just be like, one strike, you're out. It, it doesn't work that way. Uh, so, and not hanging on to the past of the moment before the call. I know I kind of digressed, but that was the moral of the story was letting go of that, that moment before we got on. And uh, it definitely made for my day to be better. I mean, by the time it was evening and I was screwing up and fumbling all over Facebook and technology, I was laughing about it. Where if I stayed in that shitty place, that frustrated place, do you think that the technology piece would have frustrated me more? Oh, you bet your ass it would have. And I wouldn't have been able to show up for my people. I wouldn't have been able to calm myself down. I mean, I wasn't able to show up for the people the way I would have liked. But I did get to see two of my friends from Kansas City that I haven't seen because we were able to pull them up. It was just, it just was what it was. And um, that's the way all of our lives can be once we acquire the skill set and the mindset to do it. And first is the mindset. You know, what do we want? How do we become happy? And then it's developing the skill set. How do we not live in the past? How do we take good care of ourselves? That's that's the messaging here. I mean, you almost could listen to this one show and, and have the essence of my message all the time. You can almost listen to just the song I I, I still listen to I Hope You're Happy. In addition to when I'm editing, well, not editing, but setting the show up to release every morning, I listen to it. I listen to I Hope You're Happy. It's on the beginning and end of my playlist that I listen to every single morning. So I listen to it twice there. I listen to it twice with you. And it's, it's literally like my life mantra. Like I hope that I'm happy. I hope that you're happy. I hope we're all happy. So keep that in mind as you go through your day, your weekend. Um, I hope you guys are all fabulous. I need a new word. I need you better than fabulous. How about fantastic? How about you be fantastic for Friday? All right, beautiful people. I will chat with you tomorrow morning before I get in the car to go to mom's house for our delayed Christmas. All right, beautiful people. Take care.